Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we're talking about the big reveal from PlayStation, not really, next generation <laughs> titles, Xbox being uh, cross-platform, or is that uh, cross-generation? Yeah, I already messed up. It's been Both too long. Those. And we're also talking about Assassin's Creed Kingdom. But first, I am Manny G once again, and I am joined, as always, by TX Andy Man. What is up, buddy? Dude, I'm 100% this year so far. So, yeah, as always, <laughs> this year, for sure. <laughs> Dude, perfect attendance for yeah, this thank year. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, man. Great job, man. I am super impressed. But, Andy, that that uh, that was a long break. We had mm-hmm. a super long break. Well, you were a busy fella. So, but but congratulations. The the addition looks uh, phenomenal. I think I can safely speak for the community. All the pictures oh, that you've been you. posting in off topic, dude. They, it looks great, dude. It's very impressive. I was mentioning to you that had I uh, tried to do that in my house, it would have taken me. I mean, this is a conservatively would have taken me at least twice as long and cost me three times as much as it cost you. It it was a, it was a pretty straightforward project. Um, but you know, every project has complications that you have to work through. So it was fun. It was good, but it was just so time consuming. It was mm-hmm. about a little over two months, somewhere around mm-hmm. there from mm-hmm. start to finish from when I built the porch to, to doing the new room yeah, it was it was fun. It was cool to kind of do that stuff again because, like, yeah. I I I um I used to be like in a former life. I was a general contractor. I did a lot of custom woodwork and a lot of tile and custom like kitchens and bathrooms and a lot of like handyman stuff too, like roof repairs, siding repairs, like all kinds of stuff. So it mm. was kind of nice to kind of get my hands dirty in that way again, yeah. and to relearn things because I forgot so many things. And, you know, there's always like the situation where it's like, I'm struggling figuring something out. And then I remember something and I'm like, Mm. that is like basic. Like, why didn't I like know that sooner? So just YouTube it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dude, you can learn anything on YouTube. No kidding, dude. How do I put in a wall plug search? Oh, no problem. (laughs) I got you covered. Right. So it, dude, it, it's been really good. It's been great, but it's good, it's pretty much done. And yeah, I have a few things to do outside. Like all the projects now are all outside. So, right. so it's, right. it's pretty cool. Cause it's like, I get off, I get home and like this time of year, it's, it's pretty much dark by the time I get home from work. So I can't do anything outside. So it's kind of nice. I'm like, I'm forced into like taking it easy now. Nice. That's so, good, dude. That's good yes. to hear. Well, it's it's good for me selfishly because I get to do things like this with you again. Yes, dude, I have missed doing the podcast. I've missed mm. being involved in Discord, and mm. I've missed like playing Xbox with my friends and stuff. So, like, all of that is uh, 
you know, I, I'm excited to kind of get back into the swing mm. and to get involved in the, the gaming adventure club community again. So I'm nice excited about that. Well, good, good. It'll be a good start, uh, for us, a good 2020 start for us. Yeah. It's going to be an awesome year. Heck yeah, dude. Heck I yeah. I can tell. Well, Manny, in your hiatus, have yes. you f- found any time whatsoever to play any games, mobile I, included? I have. I have. Uh, I've been playing Black Desert Mobile. So it's the oh, mobile okay. version of Black Desert Online. Mm-hmm. And it is, as far as mobile games go, it is an excellent game. It is mm-hmm. created so very well. There is so much detail in the game. And the the progression path is quite long. There's there's a lot of grind, but it does have all the modern conveniences of a mobile game, such mm. as like auto pathing, and you could kind of kick back and relax if you're watching TV. There's even like auto combat, but you still have to like turn in quests and do all that stuff. So the combat itself is action. It is it's action. Uh, it's action combat. No tap targeting or anything. Well, it's a mobile game, so you know you're not going to tap target anyways, but it's it's like a top-down right. view, but you could actually pan the camera and look around just like you could see the world. So it's actually pretty good. And I'm surprised at how good it is just for like a phone game. Um, but being from Pearl Abyss, that's that's the, the, the people who make the game, it is like pay to advance. Like, so mm. you can spend thousands of dollars advancing your character like literally thousands Mm. i saw a post on reddit where some dude had spent seventy thousand dollars on his character that's that's the game's been out for a few months it's crazy so there are some rich people who are dropping tons of cash there but but i'm a free-to-play player and there's a lot of people who are free to play and thankfully they've put a lot of systems in place to where free-to-play players can be satisfied with the journey so okay. I know I'm not going to be up there with those top, play, top, you know, I guess you call them whales in this industry, right? The people who mm-hmm. who basically carry all the heavy lifting as far as money goes, uh, right. funding the project. So I know I'm never going to have my character up there, but I don't need them to be. I don't care about that. Um, there's, there's PvP arenas. There's uh, like these small kind of raid mm-hmm. type things like boss runs and there's like world quests and there's there's uh like a town you can manage there's like like all this crafting and gathering so there's there's fishing there's there's all kinds of stuff where there's a lot of depth and it's fun it's just it's cool because you can play for a bit it's rewarding it feels good the combat is better than a lot of like PC and like console game combat like it's it's just so good it's really really fun and satisfying but, um, you know, you just have to decide, are you going to play for free? Then stick to that commitment. Are you going to pay money? You will never pay enough money to where you're going to feel satisfied with your character. So my mm-hmm. advice right off the bat, don't give them any cash because it's a bottomless pit. Like yeah, totally no, bottomless. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we've... <laughs> Uh, we're not even 10 <laughs> minutes into our first show and we're already talking about microtransactions. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just, it's the reality of, uh, of, uh, 
you know, mm. of our pastime now, you know, like they just, I don't know, but you know, I'm sure we'll have plenty of more opportunity to talk about stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, in the months to come. Yeah. Uh, dude, I have been, uh, you know, just steady Eddie with, with, with my stuff. Everything's kind of slowing down for me. You know, Is I, it? yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. You started I've, Destiny back up again. Are you still I doing did. that? Uh, I am. I am. That I would say that's probably my main game right now. Mm-hmm. Although I've pretty much hit, uh, the, I guess the cap in terms mm-hmm. of leveling. Which yeah. is really what uh, I would say scratches the itch. And then there was a lot of content that I didn't do that was keeping me busy, right? Um, yeah. But uh, I, I really enjoyed this expansion. Uh, I, I really don't. I mean, there are certainly there are things that I could sit here and, and uh, complain about. But no, I, I enjoyed it, man. I, I, I had a lot of fun leveling. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun chasing some older guns, but now I'm into that monotonous period of where like mm. yeah. just playing to play. So um, I'm I'm all right with that. I'm okay with that. I'm I'm that's yeah. not a complaint, and I don't think that's bad either. I think uh, I think it's good to hit that spot and then move on to something else. And that's where kind of I'm at. I'm like, well, part of me feels like I want to catch up on some things, but then the other part of me is like, mm, I, I didn't have these things before, and I don't I don't think it's a necessity to kind of you know spend my time doing that when I can spend my time uh you know playing The Witcher 3, uh playing The Outer Worlds um mm-hmm. both of which are available to me and and so I think that I'm leaning towards doing that. Yeah, I'm leaning towards mm-hmm. doing that and just giving Destiny some time to uh to breathe, you know, to do, yeah. do release the content that it's going to release here in the next few weeks and then kind of more casually kind of get in and out of there. Um, you know, at the beginning I had some, some, uh, folks that I was playing with, uh, but you know, I I guess they hit that spot too. And so, uh, you know, it's really just me in there now. And so, uh, like I said, I think it's, 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 I'm, I'm ready for some Witcher in my life. (laughs) Yeah. From, from the outside looking in, to what's going mm-hmm. on with Destiny and Bungie right now. I kind of see them as just full swing, like into what it, whatever's next, right? Whatever they're bringing mm-hmm. to the franchise, the whether that's Destiny 3 or whether that's the new IP that they're working on that mm-hmm. they received, was it from Tencent that they received like, you yes, know, right. yeah, $100 yeah. million dollars or whatever to, to develop. Mm-hmm. I see them just really going hard there and all the content that they're bringing to Destiny 2 right now they're doing their best to kind of satisfy the players, but everything has kind of a long tail to where it's like, you know, they have this grind in place. Uh, people have asked for it and, and mm-hmm. it's there and it, and it kind of helps them with development because mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of expected that there's, that there's this long tail here that, yeah. that people can, can pick away at for a while mm-hmm. uh, while they're getting things ready for, for whatever's next. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever's next for sure. The, yeah. The particular grind they have right now, that's, it's just not for me. I don't, uh, mm-hmm. I don't particularly, uh, like how it's designed, but it's, uh, um, yeah, it's fine. It's certain, it's certainly a very simplified, uh, uh, I think version of like the deeper skill trees that, that you're accustomed to, certainly, you know, and then even me to a degree, having played a lot of the games that, that you got me into, you know, sure, sure. Yeah. um, 
but that's okay. I think I think I think that's great. I'm I'm glad yes. that it's a more casual experience versus because if this is the amount of grind they give us for something this casual, like mm-hmm. simple or simplified, I should say. Can you imagine what it would be like if there were some actual deep sort of skills and builds that you can put it? It'd be insane, bro. And yeah. I'm not. That's not the kind of game I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to play right now, man. Yeah, because be it seems like it's kind of designed for it to for people to come back to the game pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like coming back to like Path of Exile in the middle of a league where you're like, okay, you're, you're trying to pick up where you left off, and then you're just confused by by this giant passive skill tree, and you don't even know what your buttons do anymore and stuff. Whereas yeah. with mm-hmm. Destiny, it's it's much more streamlined and, yes. and straightforward. And you could just oh. jump right back in. All you got to do is, yeah. is pull that trigger, man. You pull the trigger and, and it, it. you feel like you're in the driver's seat again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, yeah, I can totally relate to that with monster hunter, bro. Like every time I leave that game for even a week or two, man, like <laughs> I'm just, I come back and I'm, I'm all thumbs, dude. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> Yeah, oh, but but that's like a different type of like satisfaction, right? When you get mm, back yeah, to it definitely. and you put in the work and it's like, oh yeah, this this mm-hmm. feels good. So Oh, for sure. For sure. Dude, well, Andy, cool, are yes. you ready to do a podcast, buddy? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, let's let's kick this off with story number one. Um, the mm-hmm. consumer electronics hey, show. Go, what what may is I? It? Let me build yes. it up a little more. Okay, okay, okay. Massive. Go for it. Go for it massive reveal from uh, CES <laughs> this year guys oh my god i mean world shattery prepare for your mind to be blown go ahead manny okay now all right is everyone sitting down all right just <laughs> go ahead and pull right. over uh, right. uh buckle your seatbelt if you're not buckled up okay so here here's what we learned about playstation 5 mm-hmm. from ces just imagine the playstation logo right yes. The uh-huh. PlayStation logo. Just imagine. And then slap a five at the end of it. Boom. That's it. Boom. That's it. Mind is blown. Mind is blown. That's How it. did they come up with this? It's like every every generation, they just yes. hit us with another one. It's like certainly they can't get better this year. And look, they <laughs> topped themselves one more time. <laughs> so oh it's gosh. funny because I di- I, I've seen this PS5 uh, logo before. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know if that was just somebody typing it up because it yeah. was identical to what I've been seeing. And this is apparently the the reveal yes. of the PlayStation 5 logo. Yeah. So it's it's right in step, right? There's <laughs> there's there's no curveballs here. There's no surprise. No, there's right. nothing that any that the internet is gonna say, you guys are no. so dumb for coming up with his name. Because yeah. this is yeah. this is this is the next logical step. If You've it done ain't four, broke. Let's do five. Yeah. If it ain't broke, Manny. <laughs> then don't break it. Right. Yes. Microsoft. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> Microsoft right. is crazy with their naming conventions. It's like, yeah, right. What? Series X. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, whatever cereal they're into or whatever, you know, phone they're whatever. It's just yes. some kind of weird spinoff. You know, it kind of reminds me like the Series X reminds me of like how Apple did their, their uh, Apple watch. And then they did the, the Apple watch edition which was mm. made out of gold and then they went to ceramic and all the stuff so it's like is that what this is is this series x is that like edition or like series yes. like 
I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. PlayStation, keeping it simple. PlayStation yeah. Five. There you go. Not there not go. bad. So okay, we didn't learn much about PlayStation Five, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. we're trolling and having some fun. But uh, the CEO Jim Ryan did have a quote here, and he said there are still more unique elements for PlayStation Five to come that separate it from previous consoles. The bigger differences have yet to be announced. Mm, so that's cool. But we've yeah. already learned from them through leaks, and <laughs> <laughs> we I'm have learned some stuff from leaks. Yeah, like the whole uh, that that super fast SSD, that whole Spider-Man scene mm-hmm. that we saw, where they're like, "Let's take the camera faster and faster," and you don't see any hiccups, you don't see any loading. That wasn't supposed to be uh, let out to the public, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the 3D audio, the the haptic uh, controller feedback, those are all things that we've learned about the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like, what are these other things? Like, what mm-hmm. is the bigger differences yet to be announced? What are the, the these uh, separate features? I have no idea. Like, what else could it be? I mean, might it be? Have we heard anything official from them in regards to uh streaming or is it all been just the speculation or not the speculation but the mm-hmm. uh, what was that whole like yeah they uh, made a deal with the ex- with uh, microsoft microsoft that's right yeah yes they're so, they're, they're using the azure servers and they're mm-hmm. partnering with some technology stuff too uh, it's, right. it's it's a mutual partnership so we're definitely going to see some streaming service from PlayStation eventually, but who knows? Right. So do you think maybe, maybe something like, I, I don't know. That's, that's the only thing that comes to mind is I'm trying to think if we've heard anything official from mm-hmm. uh, Sony PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, man. Well, with, as far as like gamers go, Mm-hmm. there's a lot of products that have just these gimmicks mm-hmm. and some of them add, uh, you know, a measure of value to the gaming experience, but other things are just fluff. But it, mm-hmm. I kind of feel it. It's like, you know, it's part of parcel with the whole gaming thing, like, like RGB, for instance, you know, having right. like lights that change colors and stuff and, and then, you know, like my keyboard, for instance, right now, it's green. But guess what? In a few seconds, it's going to be blue. In a few more seconds, it's going to be yellow. So, yeah, like, right. you, you know, it's it's a stereotype and it's funny and something I laugh at. But I'm a part of it. You right. know, so so I think some of the gimmicky things do have value. For instance, the whole heptic feedback and built into the controller that is supposed to be different than a normal rumble or whatever and they were talking, man, even Jim Ryan, I believe, was talking about how, like, you know, you're playing this this racing game and you when you feel the asphalt in your hands, it is just such a different experience. You know what? I'm I'm going to turn that rumble off because it's killing my battery life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not you know, it's like after after the gimmick is over, it loses all value and becomes an obstacle to me. Well, right. with, with certain things. So. I don't know. I don't know. Should I be expecting like some kind of gaming monster that is going to be super expensive or do I expect some sort of like um, gimmick? You know, I I don't Mm -hmm. know what the middle ground is going to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at the Series X, 
it's it's a bit of a monster according to digital foundry it's a bit mm-hmm. of a monster mm-hmm. and it, it also kind of looks like a bit of a gimmick uh, right. although we've already talked about how like you know the like the thermal design of that thing is, I was gonna is say, pretty yeah. mm-hmm. sick right yeah yeah the the uh design improvements that they've made yeah certainly yes. well uh, yeah we have to i don't know i i it's so hard for me to uh judge i guess mm-hmm. uh the the design without seeing like an actual uh model with you know like with with some with someone like a live model where i can kind of get a sense of the dimensions of the yes. um the the product and right now i don't i don't i haven't seen one i'm sure there's something out there where we could like cuz it's usually like when i do that like I'll see something new, right? A new TV, a new whatever, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. And you look at it in a picture and you think like, oh, like, you know, I I see what it's going to look like, but how's it going to look sitting on my desk? And then mm-hmm. usually when I when I see it in person, I'm like, oh, that's a lot smaller than I thought it was, you know, or, <laughs> you know, the size yeah. in my mind was so different just because, yeah. you know, all you see is just a picture. You don't have anything to relate it to. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, but who knows, man? Uh, like I said, I'm, uh, I think I'm more excited for the titles that are coming to the PlayStation. That's what interests me more than the actual PlayStation and what it does. Cause I, I'm such a casual consumer of, of, um, of what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly it's purely their exclusives that, that pique my interest at all. Nothing else about the, the design, the controller, like, I feel yeah. like uh, Microsoft uh, has them on, on really all of that stuff on the interface, on uh, you know the controller certainly, um, yeah. and and just sort of the the um, uh, the environment that they have. Right, mm-hmm. uh, we already talked about Game Pass. We you know so really it's just the exclusives that I care about. Um, everything else, I mean, I'm sure they're very, they'll be very comparable, right, in terms of what they can do both consoles. Uh, so we'll see, man. Yeah, I, I am. I'm pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. I want to see what, what Sony is putting together. Mm-hmm. They are by far the most successful, uh, console this generation. So that, that type of momentum is going to motivate them to stay in that position. I hope. Right. I don't, I don't, you know, there, there's always the, the chance where they're going to kind of rest on their success and mm-hmm. play it safe. Right. Right. Whereas Xbox, they're they're acting like a, a customer focused company right now, and they're doing mm. all these things that make me think they're they're uh, they're trying a real hard to make me a lifetime customer. Um, so I, it's interesting to see with with the PlayStation Five is Sony going to be doing the same thing? Are they going to trying to mm-hmm. try to win my loyalty, or they're going to just assume that they already have it? So, we'll yeah, see. that's, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We will see. I am excited, dude. But speaking of next generation titles, Andy, mm-hmm. the titles that inspire and get us all excited and stuff, uh, do you want to talk about some of these titles? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, they're like, and, and a lot of this is mainly because there's, there's just not a whole lot of news happening right now. So, true. Uh, what better way to start the year? Than to 
talk about some of the stuff that's coming. Now, a lot of this stuff we already know. Some of it really is speculation, though, right? Yes. Because yeah. um, there's just nothing has been announced, right? So That's um, true. So, uh, yeah, in regards to the Xbox titles, um, you know, again, some of them we've already uh, we already know about and then some of them uh, are are uh, speculation. But uh, for Xbox, we know uh, Halo Infinite, obviously, uh, mm. is one of them. Um, you know, I know that you're really excited about uh, about that title and certainly I think yeah. all of us are. You know what I'm excited about with Halo Infinite, Andy, Mm -hmm. is that it's going to be a launch title and that hasn't, that's only happened once, which is pretty crazy because it's like a flagship IP. Mm -hmm. You would think that they would use it to push the launch of every console, every every generation, generation, but they haven't. And what I'm looking forward to the most is that, okay. 343 Industries, they already had, uh, you know, they've been up to the plate with Halo before and a lot of people didn't like what they had to bring. Mm-hmm. So they've had the opportunity to learn from their mistakes and to say, okay, this is where we have to be with Halo, right? And mm-hmm. that's what we're going to get at the end of this year. We're going to see, I think, the, their best foot forward with uh, with with Halo Infinite. That's one thing that's mm-hmm. really exciting. Another thing to me is, is there is so much nostalgia that is tied to Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me personally, Halo 1, 2, and 3... Those three titles shaped me uh, as far as the the kind of gamer that I am, the genres Mm. that I enjoy. They were things that I just absolutely loved. I loved the just back then the community of friends that I had being able to experience Halo with with that group of of, uh, people. And it was just uh, it was it was awesome like i can't even i don't know what words to describe mm-hmm. other than just a, a great time in my life that i look back fondly at and seeing the prospect mm-hmm. for this happening again i feel like i am i i i can travel and go to the peak of the mountain again with with new friends and with new you know community members and stuff i just i have so much hope for Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. uh, so much that I think I may even be just like I don't care if I'm disappointed. I just I just want to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I I think there's something for, for me personally. Right. That this is special for me. Halo Infinite. Well, and I, cer- I, certainly, like you were saying, right? The fact that it's a launch title because uh, you know three four three. Well, yeah, the, you know. When, when you're having to follow up Bungie and how well yeah. they did with that series, yeah, um, you know that's 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 a hard act to follow. But it is. but you know, so I think yeah, I mean, I I did not look, I didn't go past like the the introductory uh, mission on Halo mm-hmm. Five, um, yeah, and uh, so I really can't speak to how well of a job three four three did. I think some of it for me personally was just series fatigue, right? I was just like, man, sure. You know, I've played Halo, uh, I mean, really since Xbox, original Xbox came out. So, mm-hmm. um, I think some of that, it suffers a little bit from that, right? Maybe some series yeah. fatigue. So look, it being a new, uh, a launch title, uh, on the next gen, right? With all that new hardware and everything, I think we'll inject some more life into that series for sure. 
and you know, I'm right there with you, right? I'm very excited about uh, what what that uh, what that's going to bring. Um, and then of course, Senua. We've already seen the mm-hmm. the um, the trailer for that beautiful yeah. trailer. The fact that it runs on, uh, you know, that that hardware that we're going to be playing on. Uh, yes, makes it all the more impressive, right? We've already seen yeah. kind of a sneak peek of that. I, you know? I legitimately thought it was a live action trailer. Yeah, I man. I did not think that this was like in engine produced by the the next hardware. I don't even if you're not a gamer, right? Mm-hmm. When you see that trailer, and then someone informs you that hey, that's that's actual, that's the actual engine that's being used on the next generation. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are the graphics. Those are the, that is what it looks like. I mean, I think anybody, everybody, I've shown it to even my wife, right? Like she's like, yeah. wow, like, dang, it's impressive, man. It's very impressive. Super excited to see that, right? That's a great, great, the first game was incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to follow that up um, yeah. with, a, with a good outing on the next console. That's going to be great. Uh, I did not, I was not aware of this, Manny, during our hiatus <laughs> that uh, Lord of the Rings uh, has a new game coming out. Lord of the Rings Gollum. Yes. Um, which as the game, or as the name suggests, I imagine we're going to be playing as, you know, one of the most memorable characters in that uh, story, whether it's the books or uh, the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be interesting to uh, to be a part of. Um, Gods and Monsters, right? That title, a lot of people are excited about that. That one's, um, uh, yeah, that's a Ubisoft. Yes, property. it is, right? And in mm-hmm. a new IP, right? So, um, that'll be, that'll be interesting. We'll see, we'll see what, uh, what that brings for us. Uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. We talked about this a, a little bit in one of our previous episodes, right? Uh, yeah, kind of a departure from, uh, what we just got from them, right? Where, which was, purely multiplayer focused right very hardcore mm-hmm. uh, for folks that are into shooters um still though with some of the same characters from that game so that'll be interesting uh watchdog yeah. Le- watchdogs legion um which you know that's that's been a popular game uh i want to say wasn't was it watchdogs or no 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 it was um i forget the name of the game Mm. It was, uh, oh gosh, it's totally slipping my mind. It's about, uh, it's an open world game. It's a PlayStation exclusive. The guy has like electricity powers and like he rides almost like he's, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, man. I, I remember I the name know. of the game. It, I can't think of that, but I, I know what you're talking about. Oh boy. So, anyway, I got that confused with it. No, sure, sure. We're going to, we're not going to do it, Manny. <laughs> we're not gonna do it <laughs> anyway watchdogs legions uh i know i thought uh i thought bridget was a fan of the of the original uh watchdogs isn't that the one where the they, they use technology and they hack into stuff and whatnot mm-hmm, uh, I believe open so. world game i know it's yeah, pretty and, popular and so. we know that ubisoft they've pushed back a lot of their releases they kind of said that during a, a financial report that they're all That's being right. pushed back to 2020 2021 yeah so mm-hmm. that's why, like, we saw a lot of these games already, like at E3, you know. But they're they're all kind of being pushed back, and like, uh, you know, we we I think we started with Xbox exclusive stuff, but obviously, 
Gollum, Gods and Monsters, Rainbow Six, yes. Legion. Those Quarantine. are all cross-platform. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Those are going to be cross-platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as well as some of these uh, uh, next few ones, right? Uh, Everwild. Uh, we talked a little bit about this, I think, but it's mostly speculation. We really don't know a whole lot about the, no. the game. It's, Just really, it's, really cool art, I think. It's coming, mm-hmm. this is coming from Rare. Yes. And um, it, it just looks like a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, yeah, we don't really know anything about it. Not yet, right. And I believe that's going to be on both consoles. Cyberpunk as well. That's one of the bigger yeah. titles that we're waiting well, on. Well, Rare, that. that would be Xbox exclusive. That's right. Yes, that's right. But Cyberpunk, uh, yeah. Is both, right. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. And of course, that's one of the like huge titles that we've really kind of, sort of bated breath, right? Waiting on, oh and waiting yeah, on and waiting on, yeah. And we we do know though, just a quick note about Cyberpunk is that there's a good chance that there will not be a PlayStation Five or Series X version at the launch of those consoles. They have said that that might not be ready mm. in time. So mm. okay. Uh, and then Starfield, which, uh, you know, we first heard way back in the day when, um, Bethesda was making all of those big promises. I think this was prior to the whole fallout fiasco. So we were still really Mm -hmm. excited about all the stuff that Bethesda had to offer. You know, obviously that's been tempered a little bit with, uh, some of the, uh, you know, strikes that they've had right with their mobile launch. And then of course, you know, the, the whole Fallout 76 kerfuffle, yeah. we'll call it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but Starfield, right, is uh, is uh, uh, their uh, their new IP, and and you know what's exciting, obviously, is that uh, it's their first new IP in uh, 25 years, right? Yes. So yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see what that brings. Elder Scrolls mm. Six, Grand yeah. Theft Auto Six. These are speculative, right? We haven't heard anything. Uh, or Elder Scrolls Six. Well, we know that Elder Scrolls is coming. Like mm-hmm. we haven't heard anything from E3 2018, mm-hmm. but we know that it's coming. And uh, but it's not coming until after Starfield comes out. Right. So again, t- maybe this year at some point, probably next year. No, no timeline, no definitive. Mm-hmm. Really, we have no idea. No. Yeah. This is all speculation. Uh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto 6, I don't think there's even a whiff of this coming out. I think this is sort of <laughs> hope, wishful thinking by the author of the article. But uh, in any case, um, oh, and then Battlefield 6, right? That one we do know yeah. is on its way on yes. the next gen. So um, obviously the last Battlefield not as well received. Um, so we'll see. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. they'll uh, they'll bounce back after yeah, last. it's uh, Battlefield Five. Apparently, is much better than it's ever mm-hmm. been. But right. you know, it should be if they're still right. working on it. <laughs> well, they say that about yeah. Anthem, but you know when you <laughs> when you leave a sour <laughs> taste in folks' mouth, they don't all come back. So anyway, that's true. That's true. Uh, as far as PS Five titles, um, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about Lord of the Rings Golem. Obviously, a lot of the titles are going to be shared on both consoles. Gods and on monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, exclusives, Godfall, we talked about this. We talked about how, you know, what we saw seemed kind of, I think in your words, were, were cheesy. Is that, was that? Uh... Well, it was, I think it was the trailer specifically, the lines mm-hmm. of dialogue and, and just the attitude. Uh, yeah. Cause I didn't, when I saw it, I didn't know it was a PlayStation 5 exclusive game. I just saw the trailer for what it was. And I was like, 
you know, I, I, I was kind of not impressed and thought it was kind of silly. Um, but, you know, it's it's a trailer. And the people that are making the trailers, they're not the same people who are making the game. They're not writing the, the, the story. They're not making the combat. So often what we see is from like the marketing department and stuff, completely disjointed from the, the reality of what we actually get. So I hope it's a good game. I hope mm. it's I hope it blows blows our minds as a great action RPG that you can play with friends. It's something that is being published by Gearbox, I believe. Mm. So, you know, there you go. Yeah. Um apparently there's a new uh game from Blueprint or Blue Point Studios. Uh they there's no title or anything yet, but um, they've done some pretty good work in terms of the ports that they've uh, brought over uh, and some remakes, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, obviously. The still that we see here, I want to say it looks like it's still a, a Shadow of the Colossus, and that's what the game looks like to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not played that game, so, but I know that's a, that's a, a, a beloved title. So yeah. Um, in any case, they have uh, a new game coming out. Again, we don't have a title. We do know that they're they're putting a, a next gen title out, but we just don't know what that is. There's some speculation, uh, but uh, but nothing confirmed. Uh, mm-hmm. Watchdog Legions, Gods and Monsters. We already mentioned Rainbow Six. You mentioned earlier again Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Death Stranding. Uh, they're they're I guess uh, Old Kojima. Uh, hasn't really said one way or another whether uh, Death Stranding will be releasing on the next generation, but there's some speculation there that perhaps uh, they will bring it over. And of course, yeah. beautiful game, right? Uh, yeah, in and terms this, of is, this is from a, from a uh, techradar.com, just these rundowns here. That's and right. I think this is kind of funny to mention Death Stranding because it's a game that's out now. You can play now, so why are we talking about it coming to the next generation? There's mm-hmm. just some speculation that, that has kind of been hinted at Perhaps there'll be PlayStation Five like DLC for Death mm-hmm. Stranding, so you know it is it is what it is. We'll we'll find out, I'm sure. Right, uh, and then of course The Last of Us Part Two, uh, that one uh, we've mm-hmm. seen some some we've seen some gameplay of that, and it just looks incredible, man. So yes. that and and I mentioned to you right then, I'm more excited about their exclusives than the hardware and and this is one of those man just uh, a phenomenal game and uh man mm. if i could get my hands on that that would be amazing yeah ghost of, well that goes let's go ahead dude oh no i was gonna say that game as well as ghost of tsushima those are both set yes. to be released before playstation 5 mm-hmm. so so there'd oh, have right. to be some kind of update or something to get them mm-hmm. to to run on the new consoles perhaps but yeah uh I don't know. I don't know what to expect with some of these cross cross uh, generation titles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is it going to provide any extra value, or just play it on the console you already have? Right, right. Um, and then just to finish, just to close this article out, because I know we've got a little bit more to talk about here. Uh, you know, again, speculation. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn two. Uh, obviously mm-hmm. that's a safe bet right there, even though it oh, hasn't yeah. been announced. Uh, it's be coming. same with God of War, right? We, we suspect mm-hmm. we will yeah. see a sequel to that with how game. how successful that was. Exactly. And, and how, you know, just successful, I'm sure financially, but well received by the community, right? No, uh, 
None it of the, shapes it's a, the identity of what PlayStation is. Yeah, people, and right. single player game with no shenanigans, right? Everybody mm-hmm. loved that about that game. So uh, hopefully we'll see more of that. But anything else on this article, Manny, that looks interesting to you? No, it, it's a lot. We're still in that speculation phase, right? Where where we know some stuff, but I really think you know if if Sony does kind of a follow history here, we'll hear more about PlayStation Five in February. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, then I think somewhere around E three, I'm sure we'll hear everything. We'll hear yeah. all the new titles come in. We'll hear all right. the new specs, the price, everything. Right. So. You know, we're, we're we're a lot of guessing right now, so still uh still early in the year, although the year is almost over. You know, we're already almost done with January. So uh mm-hmm. yeah. Twenty twenty one, here we come. Heck yeah. So- <laughs> Heck yeah. What do you got? What do you got for us, Manny? Well, there was there was another story here that I thought it was pretty interesting. It was uh it was about the future Xbox titles. And how they're going to be cross-generational. Mm-hmm. So this is from an article from mcvuk.com. Uh, Matt Booty, head of Xbox Game Studio, says, As our content comes out over the next year, two years, all of our games, sort of like a PC, will be up and down the family of devices. Mm-hmm. So Booty explains, We want to make sure that if someone invests in Xbox between now and Series X, that they feel that they made a good investment mm-hmm. and that we're committed to them with content. Now, this is a really interesting thing. This is, I I think, completely unexpected, but extremely uh, uh, consumer-focused mm-hmm. because they're saying, hey, if you buy an Xbox today, and Series X comes out tomorrow, we do not want you to regret that purchase. Mm-hmm. And we don't even care if you don't upgrade to a Series X because at least for the first year or two years, all of those games we released, you'll be able to play on the box you already own. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing to me. That sounds really, really cool. Right. And from... From the the perspective of the people wanting to make the money, right? Microsoft doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to make a lot of sense. But I actually think it makes perfect sense because they're in a position now where they're fighting for the the favor of their fans. Mm -hmm. They want to prove to us that they're worth investing our time and money into and that they have our best interests in mind. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. been proving that with Game Pass for a while now. Right, yeah. And Game Pass has been out in such a great state for so long now mm-hmm. that, you know, they 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 have my favor. Yeah. So I think this is just another move in step with the company that they are becoming and wanting to be. Right. So, I don't know. This this is uh this is really cool I think for people who don't have the money or want to put up the money for a, a next gen console but they want to play Halo Infinite. Yeah. You know, they want to play um whatever you know whatever the the next uh um what am, what am I thinking? A Fable. They want to play the next Fable game that right. that I I really really hope we hear about soon. Mhm. So this is this is crazy. I think this is crazy, but it's yeah. like crazy in a good way. Um, 
And, you know, of course, there's obviously there are going to be many differing opinions about this. But I, I, I agree with you, man. I, I feel like, um, you know, a a move like this, I think, really does uh, just buy more goodwill for you. Because while, yes, we're accustomed to the new generations uh, launching with, you know, obviously some exciting titles, uh, things that people... Hopefully, it'll draw their attention and their desire to upgrade. Um, mm-hmm. I think a like a slower transition because obviously, right? Uh, I think there's something about uh, uh, you know the first several years having that that capability, and then eventually, yes, transitioning, phasing out the older hardware, which is to be expected. But I, I yeah. think. Um, I think that's a good move. I agree with you, man. I, I, you know, and then the other thing too that I, you know, and I've mentioned this before, right? Mm-hmm. For me personally, uh, it's a more desirable uh, m- way of delivering that because, yeah. you know, I would rather wait for the hardware to sort of settle, right? Because how many times have they launched, especially Microsoft, right? Think the, um, the uh red red ring, ring of, of death. death right yeah. yeah i was the victim of that once yep. same here dude same here man i can't <laughs> tell you how many else. times i can't tell me i tell you how many times i had to get that ship that thing off and get it fixed now they dude. came through right they did it right? yeah they oh, did yeah. it for free they never gave you a hassle they made it super easy to do but still you had to ship your box off and then you had to wait to get a new one right dude um, andy yeah. i had my Xbox was working perfectly, right? Yeah. I had heard all these stories about the Red Ring of Death never yeah. going to happen to me. Yeah. One day, for some crazy reason, I moved some furniture around. I took my Xbox and I put it inside of a like this entertainment center we had back then that had doors that you closed. Yeah. I put it in there, closed it in about, I don't know, like maybe 20 minutes of gaming, Red Ring, because it overheated. Yeah. Because I closed it in, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was dude. a sad time. So, yeah, I mean, the, the point being, let the dust settle before you jump into buying, buying a new console. What if in two years their their version of the Xbox Series X Slim or, you know, <laughs> Xbox Series X, X, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, just give it time to settle and then hopefully let them make their improvements the the version 2.0 comes out the more yeah. beefier version which i imagine they're going to do uh yeah. you know it just i think it's consumer friendly as you said mm-hmm. uh, and i think I, I, I like it i think uh one thing that that deserves to be spoken about is just uh, uh last year there was an article i can't remember who wrote it but there was an article saying that uh developers were were not happy with the fact that um, some of the the next gen titles are also going to be supporting some of the older gen titles like that. That that it's going to hold back the platform from reaching its full pot- potential because developers have to worry about multiple versions of a game, stuff like that. And I, yes, I, I I I can see how that could be a thing, right? And I don't remember any specific developers being named. So when I hear stuff like that, I don't necessarily believe the person writing the article it's kind of like okay who specifically is telling you this because the way it works now if any if any developer makes a pc game 
they have to, they're making a game for the absolute high-end PC, pushing the limits of what's available to the consumer today. Absolutely. But then that game has to also run on very low specs as well. Mm-hmm. Then And the full spectrum in between right. from dozens and hundreds of vendors that have different SSDs, different motherboards, different like... So the variables that they have to consider and test for uh, with PC gaming now is is really phenomenal that any games actually ship. Mm-hmm. So to say, while well, they have to make it for like, you know, three versions of an Xbox or four or whatever, it's like that isn't as big as a hurdle as people are making it out to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a v- developer, um, but that's the way my brain thinks. Right. So I, I don't really understand the, the fear there. Um, just kind of thinking it through makes me think, you know what? PC developers do this and have always done this. Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand where the, the concern is. Right. But, um, you know, there's definitely could be some stuff that I'm not thinking about. So, yeah, I, I would I'm I'm uh, I'm definitely up for a conversation about it. Because it it is super fascinating to me, just the whole strategy and what goes involved into just making the game and and just the 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 teams, the all the people that are involved in just getting something to ship and work on on multiple platforms. And now with this whole story being cross generational, so cool stuff. Nice. I think very cool, very cool. But lastly, nice. Andy, oh snap, the final story. Mm-hmm. So there is an interesting post on Reddit, which was brought to us by 4chan, and then it was written about on Games Radar. Mm-hmm. And it is about Assassin's Creed, codename Kingdom, or Assassin's oh. Creed Ragnarok. <laughs> so, <laughs> Assassin's Creed special sauce. The most special sauce. Andy, I like Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, it is a really cool series. I the the last the last Assassin's Creed I played a bunch. I really really loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't finish it because it got it was such a long game. Mm-hmm. It was so long, and I had to move on. But I know like like Thaden and and his girlfriend really liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. Multiple playthroughs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Super good, fun game. Assassin's Creed. They have something special with that series going. Mm-hmm. So yes, we, certainly with the new direction that they've taken. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it is becoming more and more of an RPG uh, action game. So we had heard some rumors, some Viking rumors back from, from uh, Kotaku uh, a while back. And this, this leak seems right, to kind yeah. of uh, confirm a bunch of stuff. But Andy, want to take us through this article from mm-hmm. Games Radar here? Oh, heck yeah. Games Radar. Assassin's Creed Ragnarok, the much-rumored next entry in Ubisoft's open-world alt-history series, is looking all the more likely, as an exhaustively detailed leak has surfaced online following multiple sightings of of store listings for the game across a number of real retailers. The latest leak provided by an anonymous tipster citing connections with the game's development team and summarized on Reddit here, there's a link provided, claims that Assassin's Mm -hmm. Creed Ragnarok 
does indeed place you in the waterlogged boots of a Viking and will release next September with an official reveal apparently coinciding hand-in-hand with the rumored PlayStation meeting for PS5, said to be taking place in February. Not only that, but the post claims that players will once again be able to choose their gender for Ragnarok's main protagonist, named Jorah, who leads a small band of fellow Vikings that allow for drop-in, drop-out online co-op with up to four different players. That's new. Uh Other notable points made by the rumor state that the game's map is essentially all of Northern Europe. That's crazy. (laughs) Including cities such as York, Paris, and London. That dynamic, large-scale wars will take place in real-time across the open world that's uh, uh, that stealth has been radically overhauled and that the game will be a cross-gen release for PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, and PS5. Now, I'm going to table here just for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, these large-scale wars, they've already done that in uh, Odyssey, right? That was one of the yes. improvements was, that they made. It was a super fun feature that I really enjoyed mm-hmm. and it, it, it was fun. But it felt pretty, um, uh, I don't know how to describe it other than saying it was like, a, you know, whenever whenever there's like a new product and it's like, the, this is like Gen 1. Well, wait for Gen 2. Gen right. 2 is going to be really cool. Yeah. So it felt sort of Gen 1. It was okay. it was neat. It was pretty right. fun. But it it felt like, like um, you know, the, the first go out with something as cool as that. Mm-hmm. But it was it was definitely cool. Well, the concept sounds really awesome. It sounded awesome to me when you described it and when we were talking about um, uh, Odyssey. So that'll be cool. Like reading this and thinking about that, I, the, the same thought occurred to me. Like, I wonder how the improvements uh, uh, are going to, uh, you know, iterate, right, uh, mm-hmm. in the next game. That'll be that'll be a cool thing to see. Uh, continuing. Normally, these kinds of anonymous tips have to be taken with as much salt as medically recommended, but without (laughs) potentially spoiling any major story beats. This leak goes into exceptional detail, referencing relatively obscure historical events that do, do indeed have connection with the associated time period. It's hard to believe that anyone would put this amount of time and thought into a complete fabrication. Even so, we'll have to hold out hope for some more official... Uh, from Ubisoft itself before anything can be verified. But according to this latest, uh, to to this latest goss, uh, that wait won't be for much longer. Mm. I don't mm. know. Maybe it's a the, Oh man! All right. First of all, I gotta say this is really cool, super exciting because mm-hmm. um, well, let's talk about some of these features, man. Okay. Some of these features. So right. Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. That mm-hmm. just sounds super awesome. Like, right. I can't wait, right? Yeah. The fact that it's going to be, um, the fact, I say, right? This is all rumors, right? Speculation, right. leak, supposed, we'll see. Um, but that it's going to be something that we're going to be able to play on our systems, like in, in September, which is great. And if you upgrade to a PS5 or a Series X, then you'll be able to continue your journey there. You'll probably mm-hmm. have to buy it again. I don't know. But, that is great because mm. I, I just, I love it. I love that Ubisoft has done what they've decided to do to carry 
their IPs forward to the next generation, even though they took a, a massive hit as far as their stocks go whenever they said they're going to delay everything. But it's fine. I think it's going to work out quite well for them and for us as well. But mm. the thing that really stuck out to me was how they're going to have the whole four-player drop-in, mm. drop-out uh, system. Right. A lot of times when I'm playing, uh, when I was playing Odyssey, I loved what I was doing. I loved that it was my world. It was I was by myself, and it was just a story that I was sometimes making, and it was a story I was experiencing. I was hearing a story. I was making a story. It's it was a great game and a fun experience. But one thing that I really wished could that it could have happened. I there was a lot of times where I was like, you know what? I really wish that I could have some friends drop in and play some of these missions with me. Mm -hmm. Just, I just thought that'll be so much fun if we just had a night where we could all go sailing together and raid a village or, you know, just whatever kind of activities were there. Mm -hmm. um, so this being a supposed feature really excites me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I think it's great. Yeah, man, it sounds really good. I, I really, uh, it's really cool to see them take this new route, right? Because I'm, mm -hmm. I mean, I did not play, um, um, was it Origins? When that, that's the yes. one that they started this new uh -huh. uh, approach with, right? So yes. I didn't play Origins. I didn't play Odyssey. Um, so my perception of Assassin's Creed has been the, you know, historically what we're accustomed to right the hooded mm -hmm. sort of assassin against the templars and and sort of that universe right i really yes. i really dig that they've started sort of branching out right so we had that whole little sort of egyptian period and that was the character that you were playing and sort of the combat followed that time period right and mm -hmm. then they jumped over to um the spartans and sort of that sort of combat right and and that period uh and then now we're we're seeing like the viking it's sort of like they're visiting all of these different sort of warrior uh, cultures right historic yeah. cultures in uh you know sort of historically accurate or as as a historically accurate uh a period as they can right there's obviously some fiction woven in there but uh, that's super cool, man. Cause it makes you think like, wow, like, could we see a samurai assassin? Could we see like all these different types of assassin? That's really cool. I really, really think that's, that's awesome. Right. Um, mm. uh, and then of course, you know, like these huge battles, um, this four player, uh, co-op, you know, all of these, uh, really pique my interest man although my sort of my gaming library has become more and more like an rpg mm -hmm. style you know as 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 or i shouldn't say rpg uh what uh you know what are we calling monster hunter and diablo now or yeah yeah i mean they're they're rpgs for ish, sure ish. yeah yeah <laughs> um you know this this might be something that uh that i get into um and like you said right the fact that it's multiplayer might might uh might be sort of that thing that, that pushes me over the edge, but yeah, I'm really excited about it, man. I am too. I like the direction they went as far as putting in like your, your skills that you could specialize your character in. That was pretty nice, but it was mm -hmm. kind of RPG light still. I think there wasn't a ton of depth. It was just, you know, you spend some points to be able to play a certain way 
and you're kind of get investing in a, in a certain path. So that's mm-hmm. pretty nice. Um, this this Reddit post says, or the 4chan, whatever, continuing their, uh, they will be continue continuing their heavy RPG mechanics, including different classes and mild skill tree changes based on classes, and players mm-hmm. can by uh, ch- uh, no class. Players' class can be changed by specific characters. So, I like that you can basically you're choosing almost like a role of mm-hmm. how you want to play your character, and within that role or class, you kind of shape based on the points you spend to a specific play style. Whether mm-hmm. you want to be sword or and and shield or shield and spear or bowman, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. the case is, I like that. And it mm-hmm. is kind of neat that you can uh, change your class if you want to. Excuse me, but I don't know. There there is something to be said for locking people into uh, certain RPG decisions mm-hmm. that kind of drive them to be more committed to a specific character or play style. And if you just really want something else, start a new character. Um, but it doesn't look like they're going all in there. I think the whole mm-hmm. like annual or, or biannual franchise of Assassin's Creed, as far as this RPG things, uh, stuff goes, I do think it holds the franchise back in a way that games like Diablo mm-hmm. path of exile don't hold you back because with those games, you go full mm-hmm. and committed because you know, it's not going to just go away. Uh, right. But with it's games like this, for, you're gonna, for years to come. Exactly, exactly. Because you know, like, mm-hmm. eventually you're going to come to the end of the promised DLC and then your mm-hmm. journey's done, right? You could yeah. continue, of course, obviously, maybe maybe down the road they'll release something else, but probably not. But like, mm-hmm. for instance, Odyssey, I believe they've seen the end of their DLC and you'll never see a new DLC for Odyssey because the team mm-hmm. is making Ragnarok. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I've I've always kind of um, had that feeling about the franchise. But anyways, um, any of these other points, Andy, stick out to you? Um, let's see. No, I mean, you know, Sailing comes back, which... Uh, obviously has been has become a mainstay for that uh franchise yeah uh, i guess they're focusing more on the exploration versus the um you know the combat mm-hmm. uh, uh you know i think i'm more of like keep me interested in 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 what we're doing versus i'm not an explorer at all in any of the games that we've played. But I know yeah. that there is a huge population out there. That is, right? Archimedes, he used to love doing that stuff, just getting in there and, and losing himself in the beauty of what these developers have built, right? So I understand mm-hmm. that. Um, um, let's see. Uh, I think the other thing that stood out a little bit was I saw something in here about being able to climb uh, trees and whatnot. So it sounds like, uh, I don't know, Maybe some they're they're expanding what is scalable mm-hmm. in the world. I like um, that. And then of course the size of the map, right? That was the other thing that really stood out. That what, I think I saw that it was the biggest map that they've put out in like all of the games. And it's like you just said that about Odyssey. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's dude. crazy. It's crazy mm-hmm. that you're even getting bigger than that. I mean, you played Odyssey, so you have a much better sense of what that means, but. Man, at some point, does it does the 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 world become 
too massive, especially on a game as you mentioned. Yeah, um, that is biannual. You know, I am. I'm right there with you, bro. I am not a fan. Look, annualized is like poison. I hate that. Right? <laughs> we yeah. see what it does to the Call of Duty franchises. Uh, you know, you just don't have enough time to, you know, get into the game. And t- honestly, it's a deterrent for me. Like, I don't get into Call of Duty because I know that by the time I get good at the game. It's being replaced by another game, right? And a whole new system. And I don't, I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of that whatsoever. So biannual obviously is, is better. Um, you know, I guess you could, man, I would be more open to a discussion of why I should, uh, biannual or not biannual. Is it biannual every two years? Every two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why that's a good model. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but still it's exactly as you said, right? Uh, if you're going to build such a massive game, then give people time to explore it, right? To really get to know it. Yeah. Because how many people are actually doing that when, when they know that there's something new coming around the corner? Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And I, and I know my, part of my opinion is shaped by the fact that I really love MMORPG games. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, part of me just wishes everybody would play the exact same MMORPG and we'd all play that game only for the rest of our lives. That sounds really fun. But okay. <laughs> so, so maybe some uh-huh. of this comes from, stems from that, that, you know, I just want a, a persistent world that I can really commit to for a long period of time. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I think I don't like just how, how just, you know, they make a game, they put the DLC and then they're done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. It it makes me feel like nothing is permanent, but maybe, maybe that's a dumb, maybe it's a bad perspective to have. Cause then I deny myself of some of the entertainment that I can have with some of these shorter term, uh, experiences. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. But, uh, but that's it, man. We'll see my friend. I'm, a, I'm, I'm excited for this game. I cool. think it'll be great. It will be fantastic dude. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, okay, I can't wait to to for it to stop being uh, speculation and start being an actual story. We can <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can dig our teeth into yeah. Just mm. hook, dude. I want to pre-order now. There you right? go. There we're, you go. Is that what we're doing? Are we pre-ordering this year? Or we're not pre-ordering. No, we're not. We're still we're not. not pre-ordering. Okay, I'm not yeah. gonna pre-order. Yeah, right. Whatever. Definitely not. <laughs> Probably will. Yes. Probably will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All righty. So um, thanks so much, everyone, for uh, for patiently waiting for us to return. Yeah. Uh, thanks for uh, allowing me some time off to uh, fix up my house. Thank you, guys. Awesome. And a special thank you to everyone who has decided to support us. We mm-hmm. really appreciate it. And, you know, support comes and goes. But even while we were gone, people were upping their support. And that was uh, actually super touching. I was like, Very thank cool, you so yeah. much. We're not even putting out an episode uh, this week or the next. And uh, we're getting support. So thank you so much for that. Uh, if, if you want to support us and what we're doing here, just go to gamingadventureclub.com slash support for the links there. Uh, thank you to everyone who has left us iTunes reviews. That is super helpful. So uh, if you've got anything that you would like to say to us, just uh, send us an email, uh, gamingadventureclub at gmail.com. 
or just do so at our website. And if you would like to become a part of the club, just go to gamingadventureclub.com slash discord. Heck yeah, come on in. I, every time he uh, man, Manny mentions it, I'll tell you, it's the most fun place on the internet. Sounds good to me. I think I will go to our Discord right now then. So uh, until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. <laughs> <laughs>